1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... Stu and Blake.
3: Hello and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. It's a special edition of the MMA Fan Podcast because we're here at the O2 for the launch of TNT Sports and we're with the wonderful Meatball Molly McCann
4: in person. How are you? Yeah, I'm actually a lot better probably than the last time I've seen you. Yeah, yeah.
3: maybe, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> doing all right.
3: Well, we're here for, uh, for TNT Sports and we're wondering, you know, broadcasting for you you talk really well you're great with your press conferences and stuff is that something that you think you'd be looking to do uh, after your career's finished
4: yeah i feel um, i like to break fights down i like to an- analyze them a lot um, i think that i've got a good way of speaking to a lot of different people so you know i mean i can put my southern vocabulary on if i need to
2: or give us your cockney
4: if- accent what are you know. Sharp man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you having a lot? No, but I think um, you've got to read the room. I've, yeah, and I think when I'm in America, I know how to say my American pronunciations yeah. and just little things that um, I think go a long way. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, I do feel as if I've done a bit of a punditry stuff yeah. with the Zone. I've done a bit with Matrium, I've done a bit with Sky. So I haven't done a bit with BT, uh, TNT yet, actually. <laughs>
3: TNT. So, TNT. Sorry, guys,
4: sorry. Yeah. Well, I didn't do none with BT, so TNT, I want a spat.
1: That's it. That's why <laughs> uh, TNT are going to be better. Because Molly's going to be there. Exactly. How's the arm, Molly?
4: It's got, I got my results back yesterday. I've got a little tear in my muscle and a little, little tears, micro tears in my tendon and my ligaments. Um, but I did tap. Like I just didn't fucking. He didn't stop it quick yeah. enough. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have not had to deal with this. But um, I'll be allowed to punch again in like three
1: weeks. Oh, wonderful! That's good. So
4: that is good. Yeah.
1: So looking back, mm-hmm. uh, 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 UFC landing at the O2. What have you took from that fight with Stalanka?
4: So like, it's a bit of a mad one because. Over the last year, the last two fight camps I've had, i really feel like I've I've really levelled up. I've really gone to new places yeah. within me fighting like you. And then it's like we had to really sit there and analyse, like, how's that just happened? Do you know what I mean? How has that just happened? And I don't feel like it's one I need to go home and just work on grappling and be like, right, we're just going to practice that because... Other people who are grappling specialists have tried and haven't took me down and yeah, haven't yeah. submitted me and then the last two have been that, that much bigger and I feel that much of a their skill set got off before I got to implement mine and I feel like I landed a really big heavier overhand in that last fight and she's seen it wobbled and then she was like oh no none of this yeah. and I feel like it was the same in the fight before Um, so on the Sunday if I would be deadly honest with you and the fans I kind of sat there and I don't want to do this if I'm not going to be up there with the best or at least contend for the belt one day so I was just like I'm not going to do this anymore boys and uh, Paul Rimmer just sat me down and he was like I will tell you the day when I think that you'll never be able to make it or you'll never be able to do this that or the other he said but you haven't cut weight for your last four fights do you need to drop down a weight category, Molly, and cut weight? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, tell yeah, them to fucking the be way. quiet. <laughs> Perfect cockney accent. I'm so you fit right into South yeah. London. Love it. Shut um, it. Shut
3: it. Um, <laughs> it. Um, yeah. But the exciting thing that seems to have come out of it is you've announced that you want to try and move down to, to straw weight. What, yeah. what is it that, that prompted the move? Is it just what you said that you've kind of been fighting against people that you think that the size really does matter?
4: I am, yeah. I, I, like, people who watch this can can go while she's completely deluded if they want to because I know they're just going to argue with what we say but there's always going to be some MMA fans that say something you just got to ignore them but I feel like I don't get outstruck um, even when I'm on a reach deficit so if I can put that in my favour like that's me all day do you know what I mean but I just if the last, I come into the UFC not being very professional with weight and we didn't know how to be professional with weight and then when I've kind of sorted that out, my last four or five fights, I've cut weight just so I can eat, do you know what I mean and especially last week when I seen you in London, I was eating pasta and oats all week yeah. and I didn't cut any weight, so I just think it makes sense, she was 20 pounds heavier than me in that, in that cage and I can normally give it a good go Do you know what I mean But I think if I even the playing fields I'd be one of the tallest fighters in that division And it just means The only difference with the the whole camp is I just have to start three Two to three kilo lighter So if you put that in the grand scheme of things It's not It's not a, it's not going to be a cut Like what she's just done to yeah, have, yeah, like yeah. Me, Do you know what I mean yeah. it's like I've just got to be on a diet For maybe three or four weeks more than what I'd like to Do you be? think
1: that'd be the main difference to make that's that weight? That's the only difference. Yeah. Be.
4: I walk around a 140 kilo at my heaviest. Do you know what I mean? And like, if I'm fighting at 125, that's not that's not a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah.
3: have you had to do any like those kind of like body composition scans, anything like that? Have you you've, yeah, you've done that? And yeah, have the results yeah. come back saying this should be a breeze for you, Strawley,
4: it, it just instead of having to cut two pound the night before, I'd have to cut five or four. And most straw weights and most flyweights are doing between eight and twelve pounds. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm it I've just got a cut for performance now. So um, just like I could go to boxing tomorrow, lads, and I could really enjoy myself in there and just think about punching and that's that was my first love, but I haven't put in that much hard work in building a life for myself in MMA and a career that I, I love with fans that I love and I love this game for the for the worst days that it's brought me it's brought me some of the best days of my life and like I'm not even embarrassed and people can say that wasn't a great performance was it? I, no we fucking went. I only got one punch off but I'm not going to hide behind it like yeah. on any given day I can give you the fight of the night or I can give you the knockout of the night yeah. and it's just it's just I never get a style that's like Molly why don't you fight someone your size yeah. now let's just give you the fucking blo- a fucking black belt grappler who's dropping down like fucking two weight categories yeah. really do you know what I mean but look if you're going to be the best you've got to fight the best and I nev- I've i never turned a fight down in my life so Absolutely. I can hold my head up on that one
1: and in regards to like weight cut like looking at you know, seeing Paddy at Fighters Hotel when we saw you just before London. He's, he's looking in good nick. He's not ballooned up. So is, is it less daunting seeing that, that Paddy's standing on top of his waiting gym now?
4: Well, no, I just feel like when you win, you feel like you just deserve to feast like you're the king. Yeah. And and I think me and him, him so more than myself, blew up in front of the world, yeah. used to say. And it's like, for people who don't really uh, be going out with meals and drinking this, that and the other, like, we was constantly taken out, constantly, like, taken round the wheels to different restaurants. Oh, have a drink. No, I have this dessert, blah, blah, blah. And you're just, like, you get a little bit accustomed to because it it's stuff that you've never really had. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I think, like, last year after our last fight together in July, oh, I don't even think, he didn't balloon after the Jared Gordon fight. I think he just knew. Yeah just that last last fight camp for him I think he knew I don't need to make this harder on myself than I do yeah. yes he can make the weight easier and yes he he doesn't moan and he doesn't say it's an issue but he would probably just like if I was him I'd probably just like to have to eat a little bit more than have to just diet but he's sitting now at a weight where he's cut to make weight the night before yes. at this <laughs> do you know what I mean so he's doing he's doing really well I think that injury he had was so much more severe than anyone thought and, and when he's talking about it he's like his foot was there and it was sliding back and forth there was nothing holding that foot in place and it's like if other fighters would have had that injury and fought through it yeah. like um, he fought the other day like Dan Hooker fought through broken bones yeah. and he's like why are well, you this hero but Paddy does it and he's lost the fight and he's no good and he's this and he's that and he's the other so it's just like Yeah, I think he just wants the, a good performance. To just, I know you can't silence the internet because they've always got to... It's a of very sleep. unforgiving place. Oh, noise. it is. But I think, I think even if he fought Islam Makhachev and knocked him out, I think he'd still get oh, all the Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I, there's not that he can't do no right. But I think him just approaching the fight a little bit different, to people. I hope they have more respect for him in that yes. way because he's tidying it up. And I hope he gets the the performance he wants in his next fight also. Yeah.
3: So. Well, I mean, talking about the, the weight discrepancies that you mentioned earlier with like fighters cutting between 8-12 like, pounds and you only cutting so much even potentially down at a strawweight, I think that really puts in perspective what you've achieved. In terms of, you know, you were a ranked flyweight, you you fought some really fantastic people and you won and you put on phenomenal performances. And I think that's one of those situations where you should be proud of that and and take stock of that, given Mm. the the size discrepancies that you've had to overcome. When we talk about strawweight, and this is one of the annoying things about fans, and I'm going to be an annoying fan now, you've just had a fight, you've got an injury but fans are already going, well, I wonder who's next. I wonder yep. who could be next.
4: Well, I was in um, do you know, on, on the Sunday, I flew to Kerry, I flew to Ireland. I just, like, I came off socials, no one's really seen or heard of me because I've just tried to be quiet and I've had to have my biggest moments, my worst moments in front of everyone. So it's like, how do I narrate through this little bit without being um, detrimental to me? Like, to myself, do you know what I mean? So I thought like don't go out on the aisle getting blood, don't go giving everyone like ammunition online, just sit there in your feelings and I was with family and like in on on the beach and in the mountains and walking to these little pubs and I was thinking I've just made more money in my last two fights, which doesn't even combine one round, than I have my whole career as an MMA fighter, like three, like two times over, <laughs> or three times over anyway. So just be thankful of that, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I was, I was trying to put things into perspective, because I was like, I can't, I've worked this hard for a year, and it'll all be that negative. But Graham Boylan rang me on the Monday, and I was just in a positive mind space, and I was just like... Yeah, so the plan that you all had for me for the UFC was draw weight but we just always went with flyweight because it wasn't flyweight. So I want to do that and I want to fight before the end of the year. My visa's on till April. I said, let me please get me a fight. So he literally said he's going to speak to Mick on Thursday, which is probably a couple of days after this this podcast goes up I said it's not out of desperation for money or needing more sponsors or trying to silence the crowd I just deserve a win because of how hard I've fought and if anyone knows my story it's like I've overcome the biggest obstacles constantly in my life and I don't take losses well I take them really quite bad but this time I've done it with my head held high because I know the work and the sacrifice that I've put in but I haven't had the performance. But I do know the last time I lost two on the bounce, I come back with three unreal fights and three fight bonuses. So may history repeat itself again.
3: One of the names that I think I know I, and I think a lot of fans would be very excited to see you go up against in a strawweight debut, would be, you know, a striker predominantly, someone who's also got a good name. And that might be Angela Hill. Would that have any interest (laughs) for you at all or not at all?
4: Do you know when I looked at the... um, the rust there of the straw weight. So we went through and we was like, we said each fighter what my strengths would be and what would be the areas we need to work up with these fighters and I looked at Angela Hill and she, I've watched MMA for the last 11 years I have never missed a card and predominantly Invicta as well so I watched her on Invicta, I watched her on The Ultimate Fighter I watched everything she's done in that division and she's a friend of mine, like I know her through Cage Warriors now. there, I trained with her in San Diego, I went to see her in Temecula and I would 100% fight here for, like, a belt. Do you know what I mean? Like, if me and her could have the BMF of the (laughs) women, come on, let's go. That's a great idea. But, like, any other way, I wouldn't really want to fight her because I respect and she's my friend. But I would quite honestly say I'd ask for... I'd take anyone. There's loads of Brazilians as well, and, like, history knows that. I, I love a scrap with Brazilians, so we'd have a good one. But... Um, I'd like the fights that take me to the top fastest at that weight because look there's nothing else to learn the last two fights have got taken down by the bigger fighter and couldn't get back up that was yeah. that but it won't be the same at the, the little weight yeah. you know
1: well look we've been told we've got a wrap we're out of time Molly do
4: one more question I'll, I'll let you know let's, it.
1: It. let's do it so when do you think that that, that, dip, that debut at that weight is going to be
4: but, um, I want it to be this year but it's going to be down to Mick Maynard and what he says yeah. but I would really like to when Patrick goes out next if he, if he can get out this year yeah. I want to be on that card yeah. with him or if he doesn't I still want to be on a card in November, December well, There's some so. good
3: pay-per-views coming up there I think there's like John Jones, Stipe I'm not sure if that's the November one I'm not one. ready for November, November yet <laughs>
4: because I I can't go back to MSG yeah. and not yeah. get the win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, let me get the win first and then I'm coming back for that. Well, next I'm, year. I'm not sure
3: who'll be headlining the December card, but I think you'd be a fantastic addition to that pay per view. So fingers Is it crossed.
4: December 9th.
3: Might be. I think there's talk of maybe Leon Colby headlining that, yeah. but I'm not sure. Nothing's confirmed yet yeah, as far as I'm aware
4: I'll my text Leon, lad please yeah. can you just ask do can I be, I'll do a prelim I'll be the first fight on <laughs> yeah. let me get in let me win and let yeah. me get on the yeah. ale
1: Absolutely Well whenever yeah. it is Molly we wish you all the best thank and uh, thanks so ever so much it's the third time you've been on the podcast so you was one of the okay. first people to step up and support this podcast so, no, uh, yeah, yeah. so thank yeah. you so much
4: Nice one, the famous Thank you